an exclusive report tonight with footage from the October 7th terror attack on Israeli civilians. Now, many Hamas militants on that day were wearing GoPro cameras to document the attack. Some of the videos that they took were then actually shared by Hamas. They put them online as propaganda, but not all of that. Israeli sources told me that they found many dead Hamas fighters and they were dead still wearing the GoPro cameras. So the footage was there. And now CNN has obtained video from one of these cameras from the Israeli military. This particular GoPro from this Hamas militant, this one GoPro, runs 100 minutes of horror in its entirety. And I do want to warn you that this exclusive report from our Oren Lieberman that you will see in just a few moments is very, very graphic, uh, the horror of what that happened uh, that day. Oren joins me now live from Tel Aviv. And Oren, um, I'm giving everyone a moment to decide, you know, what they're, what they're gonna what they're gonna watch here. But obviously, uh, your exclusive report is coming up in here in a moment. I first want to ask you though about what's happening at Al Shifa Hospital, where last night it was at this time where you broke the news that is IDF forces were going in. They've now released new videos. The IDF has not independent journalists. Is there more to come? Well, that's what the Israeli military and the Israeli government are promising, saying the operation in Shifa Hospital is just beginning, and they're only beginning to look around. But this operation has now been going on for 24 hours. It was earlier today that the IDF said they had, quote, concrete evidence that Hamas used it as a terror infrastructure. But the guns they found that you saw there in the video from the IDF, the grenades, the vests, that is a far cry from what they promised. For weeks as this operation was ongoing, Israel focused on Al-Shifa Hospital, even putting up pictures of where they said Hamas had underground infrastructure under the hospital and a 3D illustration of what they said or what they, what they claim showed the Hamas complex underground. They also had backing from the U.S. who also said there was Hamas infrastructure underneath the hospital, even as doctors and health officials in Gaza repeatedly rejected those accusations. What they put forward today is very far away from what they promised uh, the, uh, the senior advisor for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu saying this process is just beginning, but for their own, cre uh, for their own credibility and for that of the U.S. now, there better be a lot more coming. There certainly, there certainly better be versus compared to what, what they've claimed. And obviously this is ongoing, so we'll see. Uh, but Oren, uh, the context of this, of course, is October 7th and the exclusive video that you have obtained. Uh, it is from the IDF, but it's a video from a Hamas GoPro uh, camera uh, as the October 7th attacks unfolded. We know they were filming it. They put some of it online themselves, but obviously uh, some of them who were killed uh, they were still wearing those GoPro cameras. And now you've had a chance to look at some of this. What more can you tell us? My team and I went through 100 minutes of video that shows the attack. It even shows, as you'll see, tunnel video in preparation for the attack. And what's stunning about this, and think about this as you're looking at it, is how much time the terrorist who was wearing this body cam and those around him had as they were moving through southern Israel. At one point, they were even surprised, asking, where are all the soldiers? Aaron, again, I will warn our viewers as we go into this, it is very graphic video. An explosion before dawn on October 7th. The time is here, and the attack is underway. Allahu Akbar, God is great, they chant as they cross the breached fence. Go right, go right, go right, they say. Less than two minutes later, they cross the second security fence. They are in Israel, heading towards a kibbutz. The sun is up, and a day that will reshape the region has begun. 
This video comes from the body cam of one of the terrorists who took part in the attack. It was obtained exclusively by CNN from the Israel Defense Forces. For the first time, we also see video inside Hamas tunnels before the attack. It is a look into a network of tunnels with what appear to be supplies stored in the darkness. Writing on the walls in Arabic says what's hidden is far worse. Above ground, the gunman fires his first shots. Go on, man, go on, man, he screams. They stop on the way. More than a dozen militants gather here to prepare for the next assault. One has several rocket-propelled grenades on his back. Minutes later, a group advances across an open field, moving towards the village of Kisufim. The gunman charges the last bit and spots an Israeli soldier on the ground. Others join in celebration. Moments later, he is more composed as he turns the camera on himself. He says his name and that he's 24 years old. He's a father. He says he killed two Israeli soldiers. He asks God for victory and well-deserved martyrdom. On motorbikes now, they keep advancing, moving together along empty Israeli roads, or nearly empty. The man cheers as he sees bodies on the road. His is not the first wave. He rounds a corner. Here, we have seen this place before, among the first videos to come out after the attack. This is dash cam video from a car on the same road moments earlier. The car approaches a group of militants who open fire. The car coasts, its driver almost certainly dead by now. It is just after 7.40 in the morning. After a quick reload, the group approaches a military base near the kibbutz of Re'im. For 65 minutes since crossing the Gaza fence, they have had nearly free reign in Israel. The gunman closes the distance with a weapon he took from an Israeli soldier, opening fire, and fire comes back. This man's part of the attack comes to an end. The terror is just beginning. One thing we've heard from everybody here, and that's the IDF, Israeli officials, as well as everybody on the street here, is that there will be a thorough, long, and in-depth investigation as to the catastrophic failures on the part of the Israeli security apparatus on October 7th. Aaron, that window gives you one small glimpse into how catastrophically Israel's security system failed on that day. Catastrophically, and just, uh, gosh, you see the sun rising there, as you say, and on that day, so much change and before such an incredibly horrific loss of life. Orrin, thank you very much. Uh, with me now, Colonel Cedric Layton, retired Air Force Colonel. Ian Bremmer also with me, president and founder of the Eurasia Group and G-Zero Media. Colonel, you're with me. Um, I want to, you know, I couldn't turn away from that, as horrible as it is. Um, they're, they're preparing. They've got the, the, the young man that has the rocket, all the uh, RPGs on RPGs, his back. Right. Um, and the man who's narrating this, who dies, mm -hmm. um, he... He, as Warren describes him at one point, he becomes more somewhat introspective as he turns it on himself. He says he's 24 years old. He gives his name. He says he's a father of two, and he begs for martyrdom. They he expects to die as a 24-year-old father of two. 
that tells you something about the mindset, Aaron, that we're dealing with here. This mindset is completely different than what the Israelis, or Israeli mindset is or what the American mindset would be in a situation like this. Uh, these people believe that death through martyrdom, as they would call it, is preferable to the life that they're living right now. And that is what propels them forward. It means that they're not really a, a well-organized fighting force, although they were able to pull off uh, this massive attack and they got lucky uh, in, mm -hmm. in that sense that they were able to move as far inland as they did, that they were able to kill as many people as they did. Uh, but what this shows is that there's a, uh, a real uh, psychological difference in the mindset of these people compared to uh, yeah. what the Israeli uh, IDF would be like. And and they weren't expecting, Ian, they, to, 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 they were expecting to, fee, to face more resistance. They were. I mean, I know fucking people in other uh, kibbutz. They were actually at one point trying to negotiate Absolutely. surrender because they thought the IDF was there when the IDF was nowhere to be found. Uh, and yet you see this tunnel footage. They put that in clearly, Ian, as propaganda, right? Like with the, with the uh, graffiti saying there's more, there's worse under here. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you see in this? It's, it's horrific and yet you can't look away from it. Uh, the idea that you could get 2,000 Hamas terrorist fighters, young kids, um, all gunned up uh, across the border uh, to cause the kind of damage that they have, terrorists, uh, inconceivable. That's the big surprise. The big surprise is not that Hamas is a terrorist organization. The big surprise is not that you'd have these young kids prepared to martyr themselves uh, in, in the, the cause of their ideology. The big surprise is that the Israeli Defense Forces, the gold standard for yeah. border defense, for operational security, human intelligence, uh, failed. Uh, was just asleep at the switch. And, and that's why the Israeli people overwhelmingly blame Prime Minister Netanyahu. It's why he doesn't want to talk to the Israeli journalists right now. Uh, right. I mean, you know, th th this is really the extraordinary thing is that, that is Israel was just not ready uh, for, you know, a, a group of terrorists that were right across their border.